<laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Fridge. Thanks for that, Fridge. <laughs> it was like the grudge sound. <laughs> Sounds like clanking bones. My fridge used to make that noise, and I thought it was mice for the longest time. It's just the ice it's machine, the ice right? maker, right? Yeah. I don't have an ice maker. It was something <gasps> in the back of the fridge. <laughs> there was a mouse in the fridge. <laughs> no, man. It was the ghost of his old fridge. I used to think it was mice, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Zach. Welcome to season two of Pretending to be People. First off. Joe, do you need to listen to season one and pretending to be people? Hell no. But should you listen to season one and pretending to be people, Luke? Hell yeah. And what did you think about season one and pretending to be people, Thomas? I thought we could do better. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> the whole gang is back together for another quick and simple role-playing campaign. In and out, 20-minute campaign. Justin is also back with us uh, as both Wolf the Dog, the AM radio DJ, who oh. will continue uh, to introduce each episode. And he's also returning as our in-house composer justin actually messaged me and said hey zach that's how he messages me or at least that's how oh, he's, he's got a really yeah. he's parentheses sultry sexy <laughs> hey, zach. hey zach i created all new music for season two yeah, what boy. the fuck Oh, we're so fucking excited to have Justin back in-house composing for season two very excited i hope it's good oh i listened to it We'll see. <laughs> now, we are here because what do we do? We play a role-playing game. We play a tabletop role-playing game. That stands for TTRPG. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And what are TTRPGs, Thomas? Well, that's where you get your best friends around a table or whatever you have. But we, well, we have a table. <laughs> I thought you meant like best friends or whoever you have around. Right. Well, which is also we true. We lucked into our role playing group, but I understand that that is a very common phenomenon. Yes. Fortunately, we are best friends who role play together. Yes. So we get around our table, our tabletop, and we roll some dice and pretend to be people. Yeah. And we tell stories together. He said the name. He said the name. He did. Yeah, I got that Damn. in there. Hell yeah. Uh, so last season, we played an amalgamation of a game called Delta Green, the role playing game, and a game called Pulp. Cthulhu. This season, we are maybe going to utilize a lot of those same rules, but we're really focusing in on just using a stripped-down version of the original Delta Green rules. Which is a, what, offshoot of Call of Cthulhu? It is an offshoot of the game by Chaosium, Call of Cthulhu. I should mention here, Delta Green is published by Arc Dream Publishing. Shout out to them for creating an absolutely phenomenal game that we uh, can't remember all the rules to, so we play our own version of it. Right. (laughs) That's what we mean by stripped-down. Yeah. (laughs) Complete. (laughs) (laughs) Whose green is it anyway? (laughs) We should also mention that uh, we play what's called a closed game. What does that mean? Oh, that just means that when your characters choose to go off on their own or split the party, then we actually split up our in real life party here Mm -hmm. and have uh, the people whose characters are not in the room go into a different physical room. Dude, I must have not been paying attention like the last season because I legit (laughs) thought that you would just like get mad at us and like randomly be like, get get out of here. Get the fuck out of this room. (laughs) And I was like, it's confusing. And then, but you know, sometimes it's like a long time out. Sometimes it's just like 30 seconds. So, <laughs> but that makes so much more sense. Luke was getting confused because we do send him on timeouts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those are different than the closed game. Yeah. yeah timeouts. If any of us were there with you, that was a moment of a closed game. But if you were just <laughs> in the corner with your hat, that was a timeout. 
I hate that fucking hat. <laughs> Zach, it really defeats the purpose of the discipline if he doesn't even know he's being punished. That's a good point. Uh, you just said fuck. I've already said fuck. Let's talk about the well, explicit let's talk about tag. The fucking content warning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a real big fucking content warning on this show, and uh, it, we we delve into some pretty dark subjects yeah it's not just yeah. cursing we use the cursing to describe terrible things and the terrible <laughs> exactly. things is what the explicit tag is for oh it is certainly not just for fuck words uh we're gonna get pretty gross we're gonna get pretty weird yeah slimy gory violent scary it's gonna get fucked up some real twisted stuff people. <laughs> <laughs> although uh, it's fun when we do it yeah if you're scared of fuck hey. <laughs> yeah trigger warning are you scared of fun <laughs> <laughs> and we've been doing this as a group for a while. Does anyone know how long we've been playing together? 18, 19 years. <laughs> it hasn't been quite that long. I'd divide that by three, and I think we'd be about right. So how long did we play before we started recording? It was like a year and a half? Yeah, we played for like two years, I think, before we started playing. And then season one was almost four years of recording. We're going to cut that down this <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've been playing together for something like six years now. From what I've heard on the internet, that is considered rare. How do you think we've been able to keep it up? By making up By a lot of the rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say the fact that we generally have a great time together is what's yeah. kept us yeah. going. And the money. <laughs> We have a Patreon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hey, that money is not keeping me around yet, so maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash pretending pod to that. keep Thomas around. <laughs> 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 well, should that be a stretch goal? Keep Thomas. Keep, keep Thomas. <laughs> keep Thomas. Oh, man. I love this group. I love this group because you're literally my i was gonna say best friends you're my only friends uh but i also is that better or worse I don't. It's, it's the same dude it sounded I like a, a downgrade well, in here's the middle of the sentence he's stuck with us either way speaking of uh you guys played three small town cops last season this season we're not doing that and we're also not playing delta green agents what are you guys uh what are you guys up to this season we'll say goodbye to the small town because we're in the city we're in the oh, city baby we're going to the city do you want to know what happens in the city we can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Newsworthy action, and that's what we cover because we're a fucking news team, y'all. Yeah, yeah. An action news squad tooling around in our sweet van, bringing you all the news that's fit to print. Wait, City Action News van? The can van? The can, the can van. van. <laughs> oh. Fuck yeah. First good improv of the, uh, <laughs> of the season. The can van. Actually, I have that written down right here in you front of me. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So thanks so much for listening to this first episode of season two. And now let's turn that dial to 694.2 PTBP and hand it over to Wolf the Dog. Ow! 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 Wolf, wolf. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Good after morning, everybody. And I do literally mean everybody. Because we are coming at you live from 694.2 PTBP, the city's oldest and only radio station. It's your sweaty teddy bear with the news to share, Wolf the Dog. It's a wet hot day here in the city this Saturday. It's June 18th, 2022, if that means anything to you. And oh damn. 
is an email in my inbox. Why, it's a new Howlin' with Wolf. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from John Scott Tynes, an American writer best known for his work on the role-playing games Unknown Armies, Call of Cthulhu, Puppet Land, and Delta Green. John tweeted about the show and tagged at PretendingPod, a very cool and very easy thing to do. He writes, I've got a message here from high up on the down low. Hey, clockwork child, love your style. Watch out for minotaurs in the labyrinth. Dr. Gonzo, keep on keeping it surreal. Jeff Hawthorne, hello and goodbye. Nice job keeping ahead. And Florida man, master of the dude way. Rock that red beard and tell Jane hi. Blood and kisses, J.C. Lins. Damn, now... Y'all aren't even trying to make sense anymore. Does anyone know what in the grease any of this means? Kids these days. If you want to write up something for your steamy wolf to howl, just tag at PretendingPod on Twitter or Instagram. Tag Pretending to be People on Facebook. Or, if you want to be one of Wolf's favorites, submit a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot that super supportive endorsement and send it to our socials. And if you want to interact with other nasty folks in this PTBP community, join us on Discord or over in the subreddit. If you want to keep this show alive while also gaining exclusive access to over 40 hours of confidential bonus content, give us your money on Patreon. And if you want to drape your body in the finest of branded threads, go grab a shirt, hat, beach towel, and fanny pack over at pretendingpod.shop. No need to remember all that. The links are in the show notes. And me, I need to go, folks. Find some wet debris and whiff a whole dose. We've got a brand new theme to warm up your throats. It's Alter Girl with My Life is Great and It's All My Fault. Our story begins on a sweltering, muggy Saturday in the city. It's June 18th, 2022, and walking feels more like wading through a pool. But plenty of people are parading up and down the perpendicular pathways that make up the city. Each intersection, four perfectly 90 degree angles. Each street sign, splendidly shining in the sunlight. Each person walking outside for more than 30 seconds, drenched. The severe and sterile design of the city helps some folks keep their heads on straight, helps them keep a grip on their reality, but everyone's different. 
Though I bet plenty of people would agree it'd be nice to be able to get an eyeful of the city without being inundated with so many advertisements. Facebook, Olive Garden, The Gatto Company, Gucci, Amazon, The City News, Apple, Exxon Mobil. It's impossible. They're everywhere. Did you say The Gobble Company? G-O-T-T-L-E. It's like Butterball. The Gatto Company is a food-based company. They work on biofarming. That ain't right. Isn't biofarming bio is bio just farming. Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's organic farming. Is it like growing a steak in a lab or is it like growing a cow in a field? <laughs> uh, honestly, it's more like growing corn in a field. <laughs> okay. To feed so, the cows. That's just agriculture. Yeah. They're an agriculture. Okay. They're an ag company. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who's going to be the bad guy, do you guys think? <laughs> Zach was hoping he could just slip that goddle in there and we wouldn't mention anything, and now he's got the entire Gottle. the entire Gottle. plot <laughs> <laughs> ruined. Ruined! <laughs> Even Luke took down a note on goddle. <laughs> I spelled it wrong and then I wrote over it, but I can tell. <laughs> well, Luke, let's start with you. You're the producer, one of the pro- segment producers out in the field of City Action News. So I want you to tell me about your character and what they're up to on this oppressively moist Saturday afternoon. My character is Julius Summers, and you can do MFA after that if you want. Do I have to? It's preferred. I'm getting an NBA vibe from this guy. No, no business. Film and arts. Oh. All right, what's Julius up to on this uh, heater of a start of the weekend? Julius is in his closet. He is color-coding his suits. <laughs> He's getting ready for, like, his first real week at Cannes. City Action News. And he is, like, super stressing out about, like, which suit he's going to wear. What are your options? Blue, tan, or black. He has, like, 19 suits, various shades of blue, tan, and black. Do you mix and match, or do you always keep it monochromatic? Monochromatic, and they're all, you know, they're 90s fits. Oh. Anything else I need to know about Julius Summers? He is starting at City Action News because nepotism, basically. Speaking of, your uncle calls your cell phone. You get a vibration, and the name says Tyfe Raylan, T-Y-F-E Raylan. Shout out to Jeff from Seattle, oh, one of our patrons at the $10 or above level has given us this character, who is a uh, six-foot-tall man with dark, slicked-back hair and a permanent smirk. Tyfe is a cool name. It is cool. Tyfe Rayland is the executive producer of the City Action News, and he is Julius Summers' direct report. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, what the fuck is up, my beautiful baby nephew? Come on, huh? It's a beautiful day for overtime. Yeah, make them stucks. Yeah? Uh, overtime. Uh, mm-hmm. Good. You keeping the talent happy? Of course you are. All right, we'll get him. Get the camera guy. Get him all out to the, uh, get him all out to a farm, okay? Find a magnetic fucking farmer to do 90 seconds, only 90 seconds, okay? On whether they would sell their land to the Gottle Company. I heard Fred Gottle himself is going around and closing these land deals in person. See what they think about that, right? Okay, just 90 seconds this time. Don't let him go all in depth like he likes to. Oh, and nephew. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta do a TikTok for the can, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. No. I'm real serious this time, okay? Yeah? Yeah. You have to make a TikTok for the can. 
can do. Okay, have fun. <laughs> you base for this, bro. And he hangs up. Fuck. A farm in the city? <laughs> it's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, was standing there completely naked because he was just trying to decide what suit to put on. Who doesn't love a naked phone call with their uncle? It wasn't a FaceTime. <laughs> What's his dong like? Um, you see him from the back. So the dong. Okay, has, can you see the dong? The dong has not been revealed, but he is standing with. He has no thigh gap, so he's standing. There would be no way thick. to see the dong. <laughs> he's thick. He's got. Uh, he has no thigh gap. Julius Summers, yeah, big thighs. He ran in in college, and he ran e- even while he was getting his masters, which is weird. He big thighs, normal rest of his body. He throws on. <laughs> So normal dong. Normal dong. Normal dong, normal calves, normal arms, normal torso, huge <laughs> thighs. Not huge thighs, but <laughs> thick thighs. People are like, whoa, get a, yeah. get a load of those. Do they save lives? <laughs> they report on whether a life was saved or not. <laughs> Could he smash a watermelon with those bad boys? He has before. <laughs> and he'll do it again. Fun party trick in college. He just kind of like closes his eyes and starts pointing around and then stops and he puts on a light tan suit. Cool. With a tan undershirt, a tan tie tan pants and tan shoes so everyone can see your sweat stains on this <laughs> super hot saturday he does uh throw on a couple tan undershirts it's gonna be hotter but it'll <laughs> soak up as much sweat as possible <laughs> grabs a cell phone puts it in his pocket grabs the keys to the van the city action news van the can van the can van <laughs> the can van <laughs> where's it at the can van is uh parked in front of julius caesar's Julius Caesar. Fuck. <laughs> the can van is parked outside of Julius Summers' house, which is located right on the outskirts of town in the first like little suburb. Yeah. He runs out to the van and calls up the talent. All right, sick. So uh, let's uh, let's dive in and see what Thomas's character is as a character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you get this phone call, what are you up to? It's a hot Saturday in the city. Cal, Colorado, has definitely been sitting by the phone waiting for a call from his producer. Cal, Colorado? Veteran newsman, Cal, Colorado. Holy shit. And he's got, he's got a, a landline that rings. And he sets down his, his cup of black coffee, and he picks up the receiver, and he says, Hello, Cal, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Cal. Julius. We need to get ready. Ready for what? We are going to the farm. Which farm? You can figure that out while I drive to come get you. (laughs) Cal hangs up confused. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's about right. The producer doesn't know it's his job to find the farm. (laughs) This is Saturday. Julius's first day um, was on Friday, just as like a, (laughs) like, you know, kind of get to know you thing. As soon as the phone is hung up, he's like, fuck, that's... I, and he starts Googling farms near him. <laughs> and and the, the can van pulls up on this sweltering hot day. Uh, honestly, the AC hasn't even kicked in to full gear at this point in time. Windows are kind of rolled down while you've got the air flying through. Oh, I thought you meant the AC in Cal Colorado's house because... Yes, it has. It's very well maintained. <laughs> oh, what degree? 73. Character development. <laughs> Tell me about it, stud. Oh, well, 73 just seems a little more... Cons- like, I keep it at 69 because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and comfortable. It's expensive and hilarious. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> but Cal Colorado keeps it at 73. 
no matter what time of year. <laughs> he pulls up in front of your house, uh, apartment, high rise. Where are you? Where are you at? Cal, Colorado, lives in a modest townhouse, well kept, with a finely functioning air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> he sets down his cup of black coffee. He had TV on to like a competitor's network. Awesome. He was idly like scratching his cat's ears. Can you tell me a little bit more about Cal? Cal keeps a, a very neat home, pretty small. Uh, it's just him. The tan line where his wedding ring was is, is long gone. Mm. Really, you can tell he's, he's a pretty simple guy. There's not a lot of flashy accessories. There are a bunch of pictures along the entrance hall, like showing a long career. Is it just him shaking hands with different people? It's him with Edward R. Murrow and sure. Walter Cronkite yep. and Dan Rather on down to like Anderson Cooper. Starting out when he's just like clearly like a pimply faced intern and going to now. He's, uh, he's in his late 50s, tall man, slim, with well-kept but thinning hair. Is he uh, gray? Is he a gray? Is he a gray? <laughs> Spoilers! Being, I'm Spoilers! About, I'm about to blow this bitch wide <laughs> open. Is he? Uh, is he being controlled by Amigo? <laughs> Didn't Amigos get canceled? Yes, it did. Are you guys still on the phone? When I said I'm going to go get him, I figured that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> He's just describing his house to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I am a simple man <laughs> with austere possessions, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my memories are important to me. Mm. And out the door, honk honk. Good afternoon, Julius. Are you ready to make some news? I'm not sure how the last guy did it, but I'm sure I'll do just as well. Well, Marvin left some pretty big shoes to fill, but you'll get the hang of things. He just kind of nods, and then he calls his cameraman and heads to the camera guy's house. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, bring. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. He didn't answer the phone. Hold on. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. It goes to voicemail. Hey, you've reached back. Uh, didn't get to the phone. Uh, I guess you could try again because I'm not calling you back. <laughs> Julius was going to leave a voicemail and then he hears that and he's when like, When you're finished uh, leaving your message, you may hang he, up. He or hangs di- up. <laughs> I keep driving to the camera guy's house. Uh, have, have you been to his house before? I try not to go in, but uh, yes. Is it that one? It's the one where the top floor is a little burned out. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up to the house and then uh, just jump out and go. So inside the house, uh, you see Beck Wilder is laying uh, face down on his bed. Uh, He is just in his tidy whities Pasty skin, uh, blonde hair, kind of medium length, all messy from a fitful night of sleep. There are pizza boxes and energy drinks all over the floor and on a desk that has a bunch of computer monitors. When we say bed, are we talking bed frame or mattress on the floor? Mattress on the floor. Uh, he's on top of the sheets. Like he obviously just conked forward from a standing position. <laughs> 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 and uh, he starts to hear the, the pounding at the door in his dream. Oh, It's his mom has been pounding on the door in his dream and... He's been scared to answer it. And then he, oh, uh, uh, oh, shit. And he starts jumping up and he goes to his closet. He rips it open and there are a, a variety of Hawaiian shirts are on the rack. But his favorite one is on the floor crumpled. And he 
he wants to wear the favorite one, so he grabs it and sniffs it. It passes the test. He throws it on. Uh, he goes and opens the door, and he's still just got the tidy whities I really don't appreciate you making a character so obviously inspired by Luke and I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Beck is bleary-eyed looking at you. Hey, uh, uh, Hail Caesar. What's up, dude? Julius just kind of looks him up and down. The Caesar reference goes right over his head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we might have edited that part out. Nah, give unto Summers what is Summers. Yeah. <laughs> give. Is that some fucking it's the Bible. newfangled translations? <laughs> Render, bitch. Oh, I, I wasn't allowed to read the old one. <laughs> Are you going to put any pants on? Oh shit, dude! Hang on a sec. Hey, this is a, how's this dong? <laughs> Jesus, <I'm>, it's <laughs> how tight are the whiteys? It's spilling out. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so he's standing there, Lenny Kravitzing in front of you. <laughs> Luke almost just spit out his seltzer. <laughs> the image immediately was perfect in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> As he unfurls in front of you, <laughs> Beck is still talking to you from inside the house. Uh, so, I mean, like, why are you here, man? Do we got something going on? We're going to the farm. 90 seconds at the, the farm. farm. All right, man. Hang on a sec. And he's throwing on uh, cargo shorts that have a lot of pockets. These are these are the cargoiest of cargo shorts. <laughs> these are real cameraman shorts. These are real cameraman shorts. And he's grabbing. Uh, he First, he grabs the leftover energy drink that's sitting on his desk, and he takes a big swig of it. And realizes that it was from like five days ago. That wasn't the one he was drinking last night. At least it wasn't one of the piss jugs. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love that you know the difference in taste between a one-day-old energy yeah. drink and a five-day-old <laughs> energy drink. Well, three days is the perfectly aged Gatorade. <laughs> he wipes the film off his teeth. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, that one, that's an old one. <laughs> and loads it into his camera. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst this chaos, though, you do see that, like, the computer desk that's strewn with energy drinks and stuff, it's got the computer monitors and stuff. The actual computer monitors and desk and stuff are impressive. It's a good, high-quality setup. And kind of over in a corner is where he keeps his camera equipment. And it's the cleanest part of the house. And he grabs two cases. One's got the camera and one's got all of his accoutrement. And he grabs a tripod and gets it up under his arm. And it's all a little disheveled as he's walking toward you. All right, man, let's get going. Julius is already kind of overwhelmed with the day and just kind of <laughs> 180s and heads back to the van. On the way out, he tries to get everything under one arm so he can grab his lucky blue baseball cap, puts it on his head. Awesome. And meets you guys in the van. Hey, Cal! Good morning, Beck. Good to see you, man! It's always a pleasure. So, uh, what are we doing? We've got 90 seconds at the farm. You know where that is, right? The, uh, the farm. I mean, there's a lot, uh, which, uh, I mean... Which the one farm? comes to your mind first? The O'Carney Farm. Okay, let's get us there. Let's go. <laughs> you uh, you want me to drive? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> He's got bloodshot eyes. At Do you, uh, you want me to drive? I am actually good. Cal, could you open the glove box? Cal is like kind of looking over his script and not really paying attention, and he's like, Beck is a fine driver. He would be an admirable choice. <laughs> Julius opens the glove box, and he has some like cool like flame-striped racing gloves in there, and he puts those on. <laughs> oh, hell he's yeah. like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Cal raises a huge eye at those gloves. Just one? Eyebrow. Oh, 
I thought he pulled his eye out, raised it into the air. Cal plucks Jeez. his eye out of the socket <laughs> and raises it up closer to the steering wheel so he can get a good peek at Julius's sweet gloves. Pedal to the metal for like two seconds and then like starts going the speed limit to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> you peel out into, yeah. into a slow into a, like yeah. like a thirty five into 40. a school zone. <laughs> okay, you know that the O'Carney farm is only a few miles out of town, just a few mile markers off the highway, right outside of town. You're gonna hit a country road and then head off on a uh, two lane farm road that. Uh, shockingly has farms on either side of it. As you head down, you see that the O'Carney farm has a bunch of trucks and cars parked on the grass up by the house. Uh, and then to the left, you see a, uh, a very quiet farm. Far far less... Is it a bio farm? <laughs> Are you going to hit me with that every time we do this? <laughs> well, it doesn't make any sense because I edited out my stupidity earlier. <laughs> No, it's make me there. sound like the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Just sound like you're genuinely asking. Yeah, oh, is it, it a bio, bio farm? farm? <laughs> On the left, there's a really quiet farm. There's just one pickup truck hanging out there. No one's out and about currently. And then on the right, you see a farm, which is yeah, the O'Carney one, but it has a bunch of cars and trucks pulled up by the house. More more cars and trucks than should be pulled up at a farmhouse. Or? Oh yeah, I'm talking thirty cars and trucks oh, up shit. in front of this. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, on the way here, Beck has been putting together his camera equipment, and he is now filming B-roll out the window. Awesome. I don't know if I should say it every time, but he, that's one of his things. Is he's always filming. So think of that when you think of Beck. Think of that when you think of Beck. Julius tries to pull the van up as close as possible to like where he thinks a farmer would be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> as you go down, do you see anybody standing with a pitchfork anywhere? <laughs> it's a nice long gravel road up to this farmhouse, and parked in the grass, there are like upwards of 30, maybe even 40 cars and trucks, all haphazardly parked, but nice enough to where no one is blocking anyone else in. As you guys approach, you see that there is a folding table to the right of the farmhouse. And there is a man who is dressed to the farmer nines standing behind it with a uh, metal box in front of him with the lid wide open. He is very much a farmer, what with overalls and a big straw hat. But you also see that he is wearing a full face mask like a luchador is it like crazy and fancy like yeah. a luchador mask is or designed? is it like yeah it's got corn all over it for real <laughs> yeah it's this like a, cool it's a corn based luchador cartoon mask. or realistic depictions of corn let's go cartoon faces or just cartoony like clip art oh it's just corn faces like corn with like, faces is it, is it corn people <laughs> <laughs> legitimately my question is was it a corn with a face and arms and legs a corn person oh <laughs> fuck uh, no, I like the I thing. Corn. Corn. Yeah, I like just, the luchador. Just corn. Okay, corn-based luchador yeah. mask. That's, that's dope. Lots of kernels. Kernel. And as you pull up, he's uh, giving you a nice, friendly wave. I throw it into park and I jump out. We're with Can Action News. Yeah. I, d I guess I don't have to say Action News because Can stands for. Uh, city action. Yes, news, I do, Bill. I see that by the name on the side of your van, sir. Could we borrow you for about ninety seconds? Welcome to Farm Wrestling. Come on down. It's going to be a five-dollar entrance for each of you to see some farm wrestling. I'm the Tiller, which is funny. 
for two reasons. One, I till the ground and till my opponent into the ground. And two, I also fill up this till here with your five dollars. <laughs> hey! The tiller. I turn around and look at Beck and Cal. Guys, I heard about this in college. I didn't think it was real. Farm wrestling. <laughs> Beck is balancing the camera on his shoulder and trying to reach for a wallet in the cargo pants because he's got to get that $5 out. <laughs> Cal is, is motioning to Beck to put his wallet away while he's just saying, a big black bug bit a big black bear. A big black <laughs> bug bit a big black bear. Wow, you nailed those. <laughs> Julius turns back around to the tiller and hands him the, like, can card. Oh, yes, of course. And he pulls out his cell phone and attaches a little square on the bottom of it, swipes, and is like, $15, you want to add a tip for the tiller? He looks at his companions. It's crazy that you handed him a business card and he ran it. <laughs> no, oh, I meant, it like, was a the business ca- card. No, I meant, like, the credit oh, card. Oh, so you and I were on the same Why page. Why are we paying to cover your farm wrestling i don't know what you're here for i thought you wanted to watch some farm wrestling no no tip yeah no one else did either (laughs) (laughs) but it's worth a shot (laughs) all right welcome and enjoy your time inside it's right around the back there are you the owner no i'm the tiller (laughs) <laughs> you want to talk to Mario O'Connor if you mm-hmm. want to talk to the owner and the real farmer this here farm. As he's saying that, I'm kind of elbowing you and pointing at Mario. Just uh, from what I what I've seen, it's her. She's the she's the O'Carney that I I know of. Which is an old lady with blown out and dyed hair, wearing an American Gladiator T-shirt with the sleeves cut off. Nice. She seems to be in her like mid fifties, maybe up to sixties. You're not quite sure. Big old shout out to Curtis from D's Money's. Iowa, a patron at the $10 or up level on patreon.com slash pretending pod for suggesting a backyard wrestling arena. Thank you, Curtis. Ma'am, did you hear what I asked the tiller? Oh, sorry. What are you guys here for? Do you have 90 seconds to talk about the farm? As this conversation is happening, Beck is going to already start setting up a tripod to see if he can get a good angle of her just standing here. We don't even need to go anywhere in his eyes. Oh, what is this for? City Action News. Oh, yeah. And what would you like to talk about my farm for on the news? Well, I'd, I'd like to uh, save the specific questions for later, but uh, it's about the, the a company. Fucking goddles. Guys, I set it up. I think this is going to be good. Beck is approaching her and uh, attaching a lapel mic to her. Would you mind uh, just saying her name and like spelling it for me? Mariel O'Carney. Mariel, M-A-R-I-E-L-O-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. Mariel O'Carney. And she takes a massive swig from the bottle of Jim Beam that she had in her hand. Nice. And then I just attach a lapel mic to Cal, but we've done this a thousand times. We don't even need to communicate. Cal is combing his hair as you do that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Julius is like, thanks, ma'am, and grabs the bottle out of her hand and just kind of walks where he's not <laughs> inside of the camera. <laughs> she accepts. And like as I'm walking off, I kind of like point her at the camera. <laughs> I go behind the camera and I'll do a, I'll go to you with a uh, silently a, f- a five, four. I'm here at the O'Carney farm. Not many trains come by through. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> hey guys, fuck it. Uh, 
Let's cut it again. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got a piss. We're doing a lot of pissing. Pissing. That's what we're good for here. An old PTBP. Home pissing of the... Stands for pissing. <laughs> we're, uh, we're going one, one uh, at okay. a time. I just decided that. Pissing. Pissing. The best piss. <laughs> <laughs> pissing the best piss. Pissing the best piss. Farm wrestling. <laughs> that that's one of the words that you use to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> Cal, I love it too, but that's not why we're here. <laughs> I'm here at the old O'Carney farm. Mariel O'Carney has been running this place with her family for four generations. But now, thanks to changing times, she's forced to do the unthinkable. She hosts violent combats on her property just to make ends meet. Muriel, when did these farm wrestling matches begin? I wanted these men to all meet each other and, and have a nice place to, to, to wrestle for fun. My son, Mitch, is a big fan of wrestling, and he loves his, his wrestling ma- mask. He actually he loves his wrestling mask so much uh, at a young age, he, he started having sex with it. And then eventually, uh, the mask actually became pregnant and had a baby um i didn't even know he was fucking his mask but now it's apparent cal is a professional so he he's kind of like motioning to his crew like we gotta cut all this we gotta cut all this in the footage you would see that the camera dips down kind of wildly when she dropped the curse word Mm -hmm. it's pointed at the ground right now she's kind of like laughing to herself and her eye is kind of like twitching a little bit you can tell that she is intoxicated even though she's very good at holding her liquor (laughs) Muriel maybe we steer more towards the coddle company uh yeah okay the camera comes back up and he gives you another quick count in. It starts at three. And um, uh, ma'am, my, my producer didn't mention it, but you should probably watch the language. Oh, yes. So sorry, sir. Mr. Colorado. <laughs> oh, a fan. Yeah. Good to see you on top still. A pretty sharp, pained look comes across Cal's face. It's quickly replaced by a professional smile. And he says, Muriel, many local farmers are selling out their land to the Goddle Company. A major player in agribusiness. You are one of the last holdouts in the area. What yeah. keeps you here? For that, I guess I'd have to uh, walk you back if you'd like. Come on back here. And she kind of motions the camera and you as well toward the back of the farmhouse. Beck goes ahead and, and takes the camera off the tripod, but he's following your guys' lead. You're, or, uh, Cal Colorado is going to stay in the frame no matter what he does. Come with us as we explore a vanishing lifestyle in this America. As you guys pass around the back of the farmhouse, you see that there is a tarp strewn over the back door as a makeshift tunnel for wrestlers to make their entrances. And there is a farm DIY wrestling ring set up right near this tarped tunnel in which there is a a wrestler dressed as a crab. uh, Also wearing a a luchador mask uh, with the sign of uh, I don't know the ca- the cancer sign for uh, which one's the sixty nine. That's the one. He's got a big old sixty nine on his face. It's I guess Gemini, right? Oh wait, what? I thought that was the crab. Well, one's his moon, one's his sun. Oh, I hate it. I don't know what any of it is. Yeah, cancer is yeah, the sixty nine. Is it really? 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Cut me out. <laughs> <laughs> so on the mask, the 69 is around the two eyes. But besides that, fully dressed as a crab, even including claws on his hands. The other wrestler is extremely patriotic, just stars and stripes all the way through. And she leads you back there and she yells out to this crowd of 50 to 80 people. What do you guys think about the Goddle Company? The entire crowd turns and looks at Muriel with reverence. They all start chanting. Fuck Fred Goddle! Fuck Fred Goddle! Fuck Fred Goddle! I'm looking at Beck and I'm like... Stoked, just stoked. Tell him is to, is doing a panning shot of all the crowd, and then toward the end of the panning shot, he's running, getting really up close to one of the more vehement, sweaty spittle coming out of the mouth shots of a person who's just red faced and angry, yelling this. Oh yeah, and she's got like pigtails on the top of her head on either side, and she's just screaming into the camera. Fuck Fred Goddard. So, I would say that's what I think about the Gatto Company. Powerful words. Beck hears that she is now talking again on his headphones, that he's always got around his neck at the least, but they're on his ears at this point, so he whips back around to get her in frame with Cal. What do you think about that, Cal? I'm not paid to think, ma'am. I'm paid to report. Well, did we give you what you need? Oh, shit, 90 seconds. Wrap it up, wrap it up. No. Very little of what you presented to us here today is usable or fit for network television. Did you pay? Yes. Well, you're free to stick around if you want to. And she walks back to the wrestling ring. The camera uh, more focuses on you and starts to zoom a little. A confusing scene here in the countryside outside the city. At once a mix of vibrant folk culture. (laughs) Where does he want to go with this? (laughs) (laughs) I need to... I mean, you don't have a teleprompter here, so, well, you know. <laughs> give, me, give me some outlines so I can script some of these in advance. <laughs> what we're going to be doing. If I'm being honest, I had no idea this was going to happen. <laughs> oh, you didn't know we were going to farm wrestling? No, I knew you were going to farm wrestling. I had no idea they were going to be so abrasive. <laughs> that was your call. Yeah, it felt right. <laughs> Doesn't mean I planned it. <laughs> anything for it. You guys are going to be a news crew, and you're going to go and interview people, but they don't want to be interviewed. <laughs> that actually, that actually is what what Cal addresses. He he motions to Beck to like put the camera down, and he he approaches like Muriel without the microphone. Ma'am, you have an opportunity to get your side of the story out today. Now, so far with the profanity and. Well, frankly, a lot of those men are covered in blood. We can't show that on our family network. Do you want to give us something we can use? She sighs, and I'd like you to roll persuade. First roll? First roll of the, the first second, roll season. Of second season. Second season. It's an 86. <laughs> he has an 80 persuade, but... He doesn't, oh, quite, he doesn't quite make it. Well, let's talk about luck real quick. I have given you each uh, one point of luck to start this campaign with. And when I say point, I mean that you have luck. We are doing luck in a slightly different way uh, than we've played in the past. So it might take us a little bit to remember it all. But you either have luck in this game or you do not have luck in this game. If you do have luck, then when you roll, 
after you've rolled, if you would like to use your luck, you can switch your tens dice and your... What's the other one called? Hundreds. No. <laughs> singles? Singles. Singles. Your ones. ones dice. You can you can switch the tens and the singles dice in order to perhaps create a success. Uh, in this situation, the 86 would indeed turn into a 68, and that would lend itself to a success. Also, I will be giving luck for sweet character play and moments. Please ask me for luck if I don't give it to you. And the, and the kissing thing, right? You, you told us about the kissing thing. Yeah. That if, that if we gave you a kiss after the session, you well, would give us our luck back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what did I say about that kiss, Joe? It had to be good. It had to be sweet. Tonguey. He said sweet like cherry pie, I think. <laughs> so that's a pretty easy way to... So yeah, I was get, banking yeah. on that because I did that anyway. I had a garlicky breakfast. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate you did that, Joe, because you did already have the luck starting out. So Fuck. Dang. Uh, just think of it as practice. A wasted sweet little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wasted. I'm going to spend that luck, turn that into a 68. As Cal sees his words like fall flat, awesome. he just gives her a huge wink with his like piercing blue eyes. Whoa. Nice. The animal magnetism switches something in her brain. That's the Cal I know. (laughs) Cal can be on top. And she looks up at you. Again. Damn it, Cal. I miss you being the anchor, Cam. I do too, Mrs. O'Carney. All right, well, let's go over here with a nice shot of the farm in the background and say something nice for the people, huh? I would surely appreciate that. (sighs) Beck follows her lead, and he notices that she's got a good eye for what is pretty on her farm. She set herself up in a good spot with rolling fields behind her. Mm-hmm. The little, the edge of the farmhouse is there to get a sense of perspective. She set up a nice shot and I follow her lead. The corn is swaying in the breeze. Crabs are walking by. <laughs> it's a corn and crab farm. Right. That's why the wrestlers yeah. were corn and crab guys. I'm not selling my damn farm to no goddle. All right, let's do this. Mariel O'Carney, this farm has been in your family for four generations. The Goddle Company has been purchasing many of your neighbors' properties. You are the last holdout in the area. Yep. What keeps you here? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Cal. I don't appreciate someone who has been given everything that they have coming in and trying to use that uh, privilege to buy up what is rightfully mine and has been, like you said, in my family for four generations. I am not going to sell to Fred Goddle because I do not trust him. I think he is a snake of a businessman and I think he is bad for both the economy and the world at large. Kind of leans in and he's like, could you, could you just say the Goddle Corporation instead of Frank Goddle? Well, Frank is Fred's dad who actually put in the work. I would respect it if Frank was around, but uh, he's no longer mentally capable to run the Goddle Company, which is why his uh, idiot son has taken over. Sorry, I'll do that again. I don't want to sell my land to the Goddle Company because they are ruining America as she stares straight down the camera. How? 
are they ruining America? In my opinion, they are taking the ability to make a living for oneself out of the hands of those of us who have been doing the living for ourselves for generations and feeding America. Are you comfortable, Cal, with one person being in charge of feeding America? Julius is like doing the like like wrap this up like don't answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Cal no Cal was never gonna answer that. Are you dodging the question, Cal? Are you not here for the truth? Ma'am, I am only here for the truth, but I'm not the one who answers the questions. I ask the questions and the people seem to think I do a pretty good job. (sighs) Can I ask you a question? Yeah, Colorado, you can ask me a question. Hold on, I gotta think of a question now. <laughs> I was gonna mention, like, ask her opinion on her neighbors selling their land. Does she fault them for it? Great question. And maybe even why she thinks that they sold, that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you fault your neighbors who have already sold to the Gottle Company? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't. It's none of my business. They can do with their land what they want to do. I'm going to do with my land what I want to do. Are any of them here today? Uh, yeah. Uh, and she points over at one of the guys watching the match. Uh, he's just dressed in like super normal clothes. He's car hearted out. Uh, that's uh, Typhus Barg. Typhus we is already too have close typhus. to Typhus. Oh, sorry. Typhoid Barg. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing Star Wars, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Typhoid Bard. It's <laughs> such a good Star Wars name. That's great. Cholera candlestick. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, Lupus McMahon. <laughs> it's never Lupus. Well, uh, Jesse's over there. Uh, he sold the lemon farm like a week ago. Muriel, is there anything else you want the people to know? No. You are doing the wrap up thing, you yeah. Know what I'm saying earlier, and uh, Beck is doing the stretch out thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're like knee- kneading dough above your head, P- pulling it out, pulling yeah. it outward. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not kneading. Julius goes around you to not get in the shot, but he goes over and is going to go talk to Mr. Lemon. Nice. As Julius Summers approaches Jesse Lemon, yeah, get him crush station. Wow, you'd go just not far outside the city and people get real country. Like, real fucking over the top. We're just over the train tracks. (laughs) Did you hear that Tiller guy? (laughs) That Tiller guy sounds like he fucking lives in the swamps in Louisiana. One of those contention hicks. Yeah. As you as you guys are like making your way around, you hear him talking in his normal voice to someone. <laughs> so anyway, I am called the tiller because not only do I till my soil, but I also control the till. Succinctly said. To which Jesse Lemons responds. <laughs> you sure do control the shit out of that till tiller. Do you touch him? Sorry. How do you? How do you? That's a leading question. I yeah, think. Sorry. How do you approach Jesse Lemon? Do you touch him? Do you touch him? Objection. <laughs> leading the way. As you caress the small of his back, <laughs> you walk up behind him and blow on his neck. <laughs> Big circle, little circle, question mark, dot. <laughs> 
<laughs> open up. Did you guys ever do that? Was it make the chills happen on the back of somebody? Okay. Uh-uh. Carry know. on, Luke. I didn't know if that was like your alphabet trick for eating pussy. <laughs> Big circle, circle little, little circle, circle, circle question mark dot. <laughs> <laughs> Julius walks up to Jesse Lemon. He tries to whistle, but he can't. Julius is um, like super intrigued by the like wrestling match, so he walks up to Lemon and what are these guys' names? Hell yeah! See, we got Miss Captain Custation down left and uh, <laughs> cousin Sam and cousin Sam. <laughs> we got Captain Custation versus cousin Sam. Uh, sir, what do you like to be on TV? Oh, about what now? I hear that you recently came in to a lot of money. And that's what you would like to talk to me about? Well, specifically, um, the decision to do that. Yeah, I said a lot of money. What do I need to tell you about? I made a lot of money. Cal will, uh, be asking you some questions. Cal reaches out his hand <gasps> shake. Cal Corrado! And he, uh, spits in his hand and then shakes with his other one. He spits in his <laughs> left hand and shakes you with his right hand like a normal person. <laughs> Cal, Cal gamely spits in his left hand and shakes it. Yeah, that's it. Because he's got the personal touch. Beck has got the camera set up and he's lapeled you. And if I could, uh, just get you to say and spell your name. Thanks. Yeah, that's right. Spell like for. I like to think that the background is literally just the wrestling ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> He's already looking at the camera, and he's like, I sold all my property for a shitload of money. Oh, sorry. I sold all my property for a whole lot of money uh, to the God Company. Thank you, God Company. <laughs> Beck, Beck, after he lets him finish and then says to him, uh, if you'll address your questions to Cal there, he's the one that's going to be talking to you. You don't have to look down the barrel. Okay, before we start um, making sure everybody's ready, uh, headphones on. Beck is momentarily like, fuck, do I have them on? And he goes and pats. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna go. Okay. Immediately, you see Jesse has a streak of terror run through his entire body. His face goes pale, and he starts sweating as he's just staring at the headphones that are on the ears of Beck Wilder. Why did I bring up the headphones, Beck? <laughs> <laughs> Beck goes to uh, swat at him. Do I got something on me? Hey, bro, tell me what's going on. Every time you're touching him, he's just kind of like squirming as he's standing. It's it's like a physical reaction. Beck takes him fully off to look at him. As you're holding him closer, he backs up. Beck notes that, and he just slowly puts him back onto his head and then does hands up like they're done. You see in Jesse's eyes that he is not uh, aware of the terror that just struck across him. And he looks at Cal and he says, Are you ready for the interview or what are we doing here? Mr. Lemon, do you have some issue with our equipment? Which part of the equipment? Beck's headphones? As you say the word headphones, he shudders to the point where he almost falls over and is like, whoa, sorry about that. Yeah, Cal reaches I, out to like I've, steady him. I've been having a bit of drinking today, having some fun. It's Saturday afternoon straw. Can I human this reaction? Yeah, of course. 64, which is a pass. It's a pass because you rolled under your skill of... 70. Fantastic. And so as you pass, you see that there is a pure unconscious terror in this man directed toward headphones for some reason that he is not seemingly aware of. Yeah, well, we've all been there. (laughs) 
Mine do have demon faces painted on the sides. <laughs> Mr. Lemon. Name's Jesse. Thank you so much for having me at Can. Tell us, if you would, why you sold to the Goggle Company. Well, you offered me a lot of money, and uh, you don't see a, a, a Mark Zuckerberg or a Jeff Bezos or a Fred Goddle around very often now, do you? When it came to my property and made me a deal, I couldn't quite refuse you. Now, could I? What sort of deal did he make? Well, he offered me a whole lot of money. Not going to tell you how exactly much, but enough to where I was ready to sell pretty much immediately. Between you and me, Mr. Lemon, mm. how much money was it? Well over what it is worth, in my opinion. Was it well over what it was worth in a real estate assessor's opinion? My goodness, you are a very prickly fellow, are you not? When it comes to money, I will tell you. You seem like a nice man, I'll just tell you. I, my farm is roughly estimated to be worth about $1.2 million. This man came into my own home and offered me 2.5. A generous offer, to be sure. Indeed, it's enough for me to live off of for the rest of my life. If you invested wisely. Well, I doubt that. <laughs> Fair enough, Mr. My money don't go in no bank. My money don't go in no crypto. My money stays right with me. Julius Summers is trying to imagine how many jet skis this guy has bought. <laughs> <laughs> is Julius Summers also thinking about how much crypto he could buy? 2.5 million? Yeah, and it's way Wait, more than on. he currently owns, which is still a lot. This is, <laughs> this is June 18th. It's not the past. Crypto is crashing crash right now. Right. He has deleted his crypto app off of his phone so that he doesn't look at it. <laughs> oh, is that a little... That's actually is a that Luke. A, is that a Luke <laughs> no. detail? I diversify my portfolio across my pockets. Well, that is a folksy, if impractical, method. Uh, do we have anything else we want to ask this guy? Does he, like, have to leave, or are they, like, paying him to, like, maintain the land now? As, like, serfs. Mr. Lemon, what does the Goddle Company want with your land? Are you still on it, or have you moved? It gave me about a month to get everything nice cleaned up. You see, I'm right over there. He points across the street where his uh, old pickup truck is the only thing seen on his property. He's like, yeah, I'm just literally right there. So I'm just, you know, selling off all my equipment. They said they didn't want none of it. They just want the land. So uh, I'm just selling everything else off. And then I'm going to take off to uh, who knows where, maybe Greece. Is there anything growing on the lemon farm right now? No. No, it's not a not a crab and corn form. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> One of the crab tanks is broken and some of some of our carnies crabs are scuttling across, across the, the road. <laughs> some of them make it. Yeah. Some of them frogger. <laughs> Jesse Lemons off to explore Greece. The God of Company gave me myself lemon. <laughs> and I'm gonna go to Greece and make lemonade. That was rad. Thanks <laughs> giving you like enthusiastic yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, I, and I, yeah. Julius is doing the like that was perfect. Cal is stoked that he said that and just says, um, uh, "Mr. Lemon, enjoy the wrestling." Cal, Colorado, reporting from O'Carney Farm, and we're out. Do you think you can edit that to ninety seconds? <laughs> <laughs>
Jesse Lemon, how do you eat pussy? Question mark dot puts a little baby in a spiral. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Question mark dot puts baby in a spiral. <laughs> Now all that pussy talk has to stay in. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, not all of it. <laughs> Just a taste. 